really Juneteenth, but I'm going to say it anyway because I probably won't go live tomorrow. Um, or happy Friday. Um, I just wanted to go over a couple of things um, that's kind of some of the things I just want y'all to be aware of and please do not participate in. Um, one of them is um, uh, how to avoid scams. Um, one of the things that can be really tempting and that's why I don't always post a lot of the coins that uh, sometimes get a lot of hype or but sometimes they end up being what they call rug pulls and um, there's two ways that they do rug pulls one is um, they actually whoever created the coin will have like a big percentage of the holdings of the coins and then they basically pull or sell at a certain point so once they reach the price uh, or the amount of volume that they want and then they just pull out and it never goes back up the second way that they can scam is um, is through minting new coins so it's the principle of what do you call it um, supply and demand so if you basically just like um, the dollar loses value when they print more um, dollars and it just basically lose its value over time um, the same thing with coins the more you print the less value they have so hence the reason why Bitcoin has so much value because it's only a limited amount of Bitcoins available. Um, hence the reason why Ethereum is, will become valuable is because they will burn some of the coins, which means destroy some of the coins instead of printing more coins um, or creating new coins of Ethereum. So the exact opposite happens when people are scamming is that they will start out with one coin and there's a way that maybe I need to post um, this guy he shows how they do it um, and those are the things I check for before I ever uh, invest into especially a new coin um, I look at the holdings who, how many people hold it? Do they have um, any minting? Do they have KYC? Um, um, those are all protective measures I kind of look out for. And then on top of that, I never invest a whole lot of money in a new coin. Because just in case if anything go wrong, I didn't really lose a lot of money. But I'll throw a little bit in um, if I've had all the other measures check off and I'm walking out here and I'm very precautious of snakes but <laughs> um, but it's so nice but um but if they um, so I check for that 
And if those things are in place, I check to see who developers are. I check to see who's partnered with it, like companies, not not influencers, not like celebrities, but actual organizations that are partnering with the um, the blockchain or the crypto. Then I check to see if there's any news about it. Um, also. Then at that point, I still will not put a lot of money on a new coin. I'll feel safe enough to put the $100 and then I try to, you know, see if I can get some, uh, uh, at least a 5x return on my money. So if I see it's a, a potential to at least 5x it, then I'll jump in. So like I always said, be slow to jump in quick to jump out so um so the other thing i wanted to talk about was i posted about v chain v chain looks like is breaking out going dropping down towards nine cents support level i'm going to uh i have a set limit um for v chain so that when it hits that support or if it i think it will but when it hits it, it'll automatically get a buy for me and um, and just keep them coins in there. The other thing I wanted to go over was a couple people had questions about XRP. So this is the deal with XRP. Do I invest in it? Yes. Is there a guarantee that it's going to hit a certain like dollar amount as far as price there's no guarantee do I invest heavily no because like I told you I do not invest heavily in anything that's new or there's not a lot of certainty um, especially with this lawsuit um, I don't know when it will end but sometimes I do trade off of it because it kind of still goes up and down. Um, and do I hold some of it? Yes. Um, the things that I will absolutely invest heavily in is Ethereum. Ethereum. Because Ethereum is... Um, Ethereum is the ecosystem for your global systems that are coming out, right? So even though Cardano is, I don't think it will replace Ethereum, but it will be a major competitor eventually, as soon as they can, as soon as um, Cardano can get some smart contracts going really smoothly, get some developers that can um, smoothly create contracts without a lot of failures um, but it has the the advantages of um, it has the advantages of what do you call it scalability interoperability um, uh, there's some other ones low um, cost per transactions um, so it has a lot of pros, but it just needs more real-world cases.
um, on it for developers. And that's why I always check for uh, what the developers are doing with a blockchain because the more or applications that are being used, the more value it will have. And, and if it ends up having more um, decentralized um, applications, um, if it starts to go into the world of D5, which is decentralized finance, um, which is what what I mean by decentralized finance is, for example, I mentioned to you guys like um, Celsius and BlockFi. So those two are decentralized finance where basically, you know, you don't require a credit check for to get a loan. It's basically a collateral loan. Hey, Ricky. Um, what, running their test now? Yes, they are. So but what we, so it's in test phase for one of their applications i think they did a project uh i want to say it was in africa so um so i keep my ears really close to what they're doing with cardana um do i invest in it yes um so i just kind of buy the i guess you want to say the dips at a dollar cost averaging um but some of the other coins that you really need to be looking at is Chainlink. Um, Chainlink is basically um, oracles. So oracles are basically, so most of these coins are representing blockchains. Blockchain, just imagine, is your checking, your checkbook where you write down your balance, it kind of keeps up the transactions and the balance, right? Well, a blockchain doesn't go out and get information to put on it. So, <laughs> 30, 60, 90 plan, Cardano. Okay, I'm going to go back to that. So, um, blockchain is basically like your ledger for the most part. And, um, but it doesn't have a way to go out and get information and bring it back. That's what Chainly does as an oracle. So, the way I look at it in layman's term is like the per, it's the, the person going out and getting information, bringing it back, the gossiper. <laughs> so, it's like the gossiper that goes back and forth and bring back information. Um, Yes, but I will say be very careful about just following what a major influencer does because Mark Cuban made a mistake, like, and it was this week. So, um, he isn't a proponent of um, Cardano, and I think I understand why because it doesn't have. It doesn't have a lot of real-world applications right now, but he was promoting this other um, coin. I think it was called Titan, and it ended up being a rug pull or basically a scam. So sometimes 
I don't care who is promoting it. I always do my research um, and make sure. Well, I also do the research because I want to make sure I'm coming in at the right time, um, even if it is a legit coin to invest in or trade. Um, what was I going to say? So, do he know a lot about crypto? He does, but remember, somebody's teaching him, right? Most he's not a, a developer. He's not a, um, he's not a creator of a blockchain. Um, so he knows just as much as. Okay. Okay. <laughs> he knows just as much as anybody, any one of us could know because it's basically free information, right? So, um, and he's going to, he should be going to the same sources. He should be going to developers. He should be going to, he should be able to know how to check for scams which reminds me another scam is hex so you hear it's h-e-x do not do not get yourself involved in that um this guy who created that's why i say i always check to see who is the creator who is associated with it um but this guy a lot of people who are new in crypto man i remember him but he had a major Ponzi scheme in the crypto world like several years back. And um, here he pops up again. And it looks so legit. <laughs> and um, looks can be deceiving. So that's why I always dig. And that's why I call this group the Gold Digging Entrepreneurs. because, And it's not just focused on crypto i do focus on crypto a lot because i feel i know that crypto is one of the biggest wealth generators um will be and has been and will be so but watch out for hex do not involve yourself with that if you want to get like interest on your um interest on your coins um that you're just holding use celsius or blockfi i prefer celsius um over blockfi but it depends on where you live some people aren't able to um, participate but celsius pays out interest on a weekly basis every monday blockfi pays out interest every month so um so ricky going back to your question or i don't know if it's a statement or a question you said 30, 60, 90 day plan Cardano. So, um, what would be the, what would be the, what are you asking? Is, are you asking me what is my 30 day, 30, 60 day plan? Or are you saying that you have a 30, 60 day plan? So if you could text it and even, okay. Okay, so he's an advisor. Um, 
So, yes, that's why I said he knows a lot about blockchain. I mean, cryptocurrencies. Is he a developer? No. I always trust the developers because they know. Because they're the people who they the people who are building, right? So I always look at who has built what in the in the past. What is that thing doing? Is it successful? And then I kind of take it from there. You know, then the next thing, once I find out who the developers are, their background, then I go to what companies are trying to use this blockchain. How much of a reach do they have with the masses of people, right? So, for instance, of course, XRP has a major mass of reach. But my concern a little bit about XRP is it is a bank coin. Um, the whole point of cryptocurrency is to bank the unbanked. So, I mean, if they're going to do that, then fine. But banking, the traditional banking system, it's really hard to change them because they're so used to the way they operate. So that's why I'm I'm invested in XRP, but I'm not heavily invested in XRP. I'm more heavily invested in Ethereum than XRP. Um, and I will even be more heavily invested in Chainlink than XRP. Not saying that XRP, because I don't need a whole lot of XRP if it were to do something to make a whole lot of money off of it, right? Like, you basically need like maybe $100 worth of XRP to make a good amount of money, right? Like if it were to skyrocket to 10000 I mean, you, if you have, if you're under a dollar when you bought it, excuse me, if you're under a dollar when you bought it and it hits 10000 you're already a millionaire. So you don't need a whole lot of it. Um, and, you know, whereas um, Chainlink, which is already being used, and it is a blockchain or an oracle that is used even in the bear market. So, um, Ethereum is used even in the bear market for certain um, applications. Um, Binance is another one that do not sleep on because Binance is really smart with their how they develop their platforms. They're very secure. People trust them. People are going to go to them, especially when they start once the bull run starts again there'll be a whole new boatload of people coming into crypto and they will be introduced to Binance and that will even increase the price of Binance coin not only does Binance does um, exchanges but they also are involved in NFTs heavily so like I posted um, I think I posted I think I posted here I might have posted on um, what do you call it on TikTok but um, Binance is working with um, the Marvel Group for NFTs, and um, they are basically becoming a, a competitor, I guess you want to say, or in the same um, in the same playing field with the Central Land, which is a very popular NFT platform. So not only do they do that, but they also have um, 
very popular um, uh, decentralized exchanges other than Binance. They have PancakeSwap, which is used for new projects. You know, um, when I look for um, new, when I look for new, um, what do you call it? New private sale, a lot of times, and I think I posted before, like the, the, um, what they call IDOs, rate of return, pancake swap was one of the top ones as far as the rate of return because a lot of people, um, a lot of new projects uses pancake swap to roll out their new coin because they can't get on, when you first roll out a new coin, you can't get onto a Coinbase or Binance. Sometimes you can, depending on how bad Binance might want you. But usually you're going to roll out on a decentralized exchange, either Uniswap, which I hate, um, or PancakeSwap. Uniswap is Ethereum-based um, decentralized exchange. The reason why I don't really like them is because of gas fees. I mean, that will get better as Ethereum starts getting better with their, um, as they go towards more of a staking versus mining and um, roll out the, I think it's called the EIP 15 something, but that's supposed to roll out in July of this year. So once that rolls out, that will improve the gas fees. And then I think in November or December, they should roll out the ETH 2.0, where it's basically staking versus mining. And that will dramatically reduce the transaction costs. And that will help um, Uniswap as well. So, um, what else? Okay. The 3060-day trials is what Cardano is running now. Oh, okay. Good. Yes, we will see outcome of trials. Yes. So, that will be, everybody's waiting for that. Um, because it's been like a long, for even before I really even got into crypto that well, people have been waiting for um, the smart contracts for um, Cardano. So that's why I'm going to go ahead and uh, get some some of it at the dips when it hits these uh, support levels. Um, that's what I mean by dips or hit these lines that I have on my charts. When it hits that line, I usually buy a little bit above that line to make sure it hits that before I just make sure I can get it. Because um, sometimes if everybody's buying at the support line, then sometimes you miss the buy because it's too much volume. So that's why I do a little bit above. If I think it's going to drop even below that, then I might do a little bit below just to make sure that um, I'm not right on the line. So, let me see what else. Um, I think that was it that I had. Oh, let me explain something else because I know we got new people um, in the group. So, some of the terminology I use. So, um, trade versus... Um, investing let me explain that because not everybody's familiar when i 
when I say that. Um, trading is basically you buying either it could be a coin, stock, or whatever, and then you sell it in a short amount of time. Like you, you, it could be a, in the same day, it could be in the same week, or it could be a couple of weeks later, but you eventually are going to um, sell it and you intentionally buy it to sell it like short term. Investing is when you buy the coin and you just hold it. You're probably going to hold it for six months, a year, whatever, right? So that's the difference in investing and and sometimes you might hold it for years, you know, depending on how value you perceive that stock or or coin to be. So um, I think for crypto, because it's so volatile, um, sometimes it's best to just invest versus trade. Unless you really are a trader and or if you're trying to learn to become a trader, then yes. But if you're not really learning how to be a trader or you're not a trader, then I would just stick to investing. Just find the coins that are long-term coins and just keep buying when it drops in price and build your um, build your millionaire bag, right? That's 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 basically it. That's most of these people who became millionaires is because they hail. It's not because they really traded. It's most of them because like your Bitcoin millionaires and billionaires or whatever. It's because they bought and they held, and most of them held for years, like for five years, they held on to it. And it just happened to one day <laughs> catch the masses and the price skyrocketed. So um, it's the same thing for Ethereum, for things like Ethereum, Chainlink, possibly Cardano, um, possibly XRP. XRP has been around for a long time. The Also the alternate to XRP, XXLM. So kind of do your research on that. Um, what else? Um, I guess that's it. Rick, you have any, any comments or any more questions? Tell them I said <laughs> um, let me see XRP that video you posted is that true okay so what he was saying as far as the functionality of XRP yes that's true as far as the price there is no way anybody can really say what the price is going to be do I think it will become valuable? Yes. Um, the only skeptical part I have about XRP is because because the SEC has attacked it so hard and they are so against it and I don't really trust banks. <laughs> I don't know what they could try to do to 
unfortunately, it's sad to say, but a lot of wealthy people don't want other people to be wealthy. And a lot of organizations don't want other people to be wealthy. And unfortunately, sometimes even in the United States, it's like that. So, like, for instance, because they don't, they're so fearful of what crypto could do to the banking system, they they try to restrict what you can do as far as buying certain crypto. So, the price tag of 10000 could it happen? Yeah, absolutely. Would they allow it to happen? Not for sure. So, that's my answer to that. Um, magic thoughts. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And so, magic is basically uh, Indian. Um, it was based out of India with some blockchain engineers and basically what they did was they created a side chain for Ethereum for the gas fees because they got tired of paying these high gas fees so um, Ethereum when you um, like if you were to be buying something and it says it wants a ER, ER20 token which is basically an Ethereum based token you can when you go to like Uniswap you can you can select which network you want to choose from and you can select the Matic network or the Polygon network because it it got bought out by Polygon well its original name was Matic but it kept the ticker symbol so when they um tag on it what I was going to say so it is very valuable because it um uh, it reduces the cost per transaction for Ethereum tokens. So, yes, absolutely, it is AGM. <laughs> um, and I definitely am looking at it. It looks like it's about to, I think I posted it, like it's still in a bullish triangle right now. So, um, I'm kind of keeping my eye on Matic. Um, and that's something that I would definitely hold long term too as well. So... Um, anything else, Rick, Ricky? So, I think that's it that I had to kind of share. Um, and, oh, one other thing. It is very hard. Well, it's, I want to say hard, but it's different dealing with crypto and buying it okay <laughs> you say you're good um so like for instance the I, I did update the video for how to buy xrp um because it is you you have to go from one exchange buy usdc then be very careful about how you paste the address because if you paste it or if you buy USDT and then try to transfer it to USDC wallet on Qcoin, <laughs> it might not work. You might lose your money. So the one thing I do is when I'm doing that copy and pasting to transfer coins, I always test it first to make sure 
I'm doing it right because it's easy to mess up. So I always test out the minimum amount that Coinbase will let me transfer. Like if it's five dollars or whatever, sometimes I think it's like thirteen, eleven dollars, whatever. Um, I test that first, send that over. Then if it, if I see it comes over and I see it in QCoin, then I'll send the rest. Because if I send it all at one time and I send it wrong, I'm just out of love. It's gone. It is gone. <laughs> so. Um, I'm just very careful with that um, and that kind of goes into play where our crypto domains will become very valuable because you instead of having um, an address to copy to you would just basically have a crypto domain to use and um, that's why I was trying to get y'all to take advantage of those credits not only just to sell them but um to buy your own as well because you're gonna need them i promise you you're gonna need them <laughs> you're going to need them because they came out i know i'm a little talkative today but i'm gonna post the stories so um the nascar driver i can't think his name he's now accepting his payments they're paying nascar is gonna pay him in cryptocurrency and the cryptocurrency they're gonna pay him in is litecoin um uh, they came out with um, it's several articles where people, where organizations are either paying their workforce in cryptocurrency or uh, accepting payments in cryptocurrency. And when these major organizations start doing that, it's just a domino effect. And before you know it, it it's going to spread like wildfire. It's the benefits to using cryptocurrency in business because number one um you don't have to wait for your money as a business owner number two it's harder for someone to get a charge back um even though you might feel like oh i i want my money back or whatever because you got people out here that say they bought something say they didn't receive it but did receive it but will tell the bank their bank or tell PayPal they, they didn't receive it and then the business owner ends up having to take the the loss but the person actually did receive the product or right um, so once these business owners start finding out that's their key to these chargebacks is just accepting cryptocurrency I promise you it's gonna be on <laughs> um, so that's all I can say is remember do things when a lot of people are not doing it that's how people became millionaires because they were doing the things that most of the people weren't doing they and they took advantage of it when it was not a popular thing crypto domains is not the popular thing so now a lot of people are doing it but then I guarantee you as soon as the net the news somebody gets a what well, what they already have there have been a couple few people that have made really good um, sales off of the crypto domains that they bought 
But watch when the news come out. And it could be six months or even a year from now. Oh my God, these people are making X amount of money off of these domains. It's, these, it's the crypto domain era or whatever. And by that time, it's going to be really hard for you to buy it because they're going to be taken. So take advantage of it now while a lot of people don't know about it. Because <laughs> that's how you automatically become rich. I learned that the hard way because, and I'm going to tell you a personal story real quick and then I'm going to go. Like, I remember when, I remember when Bitcoin first came out. I remember when, um, when a lot of people didn't even know about Bitcoin. I remember when blogging first came out and I was going to start a tech blog and I didn't do it because I listened to people, I listened to one particular person who didn't know what the heck they were talking about, didn't even know what blogging was, and I had came out with my blog at the same time, um, TechCrunch and Mashable had came out with theirs, and I stopped. And um, because I was listening to somebody who was like, oh, you can't make no money with that. You can't make no money with that. And because they didn't have no vision. They didn't, they couldn't, they only thing they could see is what was in front of them. They could only see what's happening currently. They can't see, some people can't see five years down the road, even with their own money, less likely what's happening in the world five years or ten years down the road. Or even some of them can't even see beyond a year of what's happening. Even in their own life or finances, don't even plan, right? So, I will never make that mistake again. <laughs> so, um, so, and that's, that was the hard lesson I learned is that when I do my own research and I find out what's happening and I connect the dots, as to what's happening in the world and what's about to happen, oh, I'm jumping, I'm jumping on board. And I'm not listening to these fools who don't know what they're talking about, haven't done their research, um, and just living in a bubble as to what they know in their world. You know, mm -mm, I'm not doing that no more. <laughs> So if you want to live in your bubble, go for it. But I'm watching what's happening. Like people are saying, oh, my job, my job ain't going nowhere. It was a squirrel. Trust and believe it is that these jobs are going out the window because blockchain, AI, robots, automation is going to wipe them out. And me as an engineer, I've seen it. I've been the ones who designed it. So in a in a facility where they basically hired me to get rid of people. Cause it's the number one cost and the number one headache. So if you think that your company is so <laughs> so um uh loyal to you <laughs> my saying quit your job. I'm saying you better be having a, a backup plan because, uh, especially after this pandemic happened and they couldn't rely on human beings to do work, they're going to quickly invest in robots and automation. I promise you that. <laughs>
And even the company, the last company I worked for, um, was in supply chain or logistics. And this was a family-owned company, not even really big. And they got so hit by the pandemic of people not being able to be there, but they still got to ship goods. Even them, a small company, was like, oh, we got to get some robots. So if a small company is doing that, and it's getting cheaper to buy robots. It's not like back in the 80s or 90s where a robot was super expensive. It's not. I have priced them. I have bought them for companies. So if you believe in that your job is not in jeopardy, trust me, it is. They can use a robot 24-7. Doesn't have to pay robot vacation. Doesn't have to pay benefits. Uh, the people who will be needed are the people who can program robots. The people who can do programming for blockchains. Who can do programming for, who can set up AIs. Um, and the AI world is it is better than a human being because it actually starts learning how to think like a even what they call superpowers to think even surpasses sometimes the human brain so the people who are going to be in demand for humans are people who can create these things who can maintain these things because these things are always going to have defects so you always need somebody to fix things when they're broken so it's people who are going to maintain create maintain and then if you're not in that world is people who are artsy creators those things yeah a robot can do but it's more of creative space those things will become valuable people who who can entertain people who can do um art because even in the um and even in the crypto world art is is very valuable and because you they put it on a blockchain and they know this is the only one and only right it basically stamps that art as the original art piece so um but that's all <laughs> yes so i'm gonna leave it at that i know i got a little talkative this time but uh, no, you're fine. <laughs> mm -hmm. Hey, um, so that's all I have. You guys have a great weekend and be safe. All right. Oh, what'd you say, NFT? Yes. Uh, but yeah, so I would just do do a lot of Googling on NFTs and, and actually, Matt, I'll post the coins that are NFT related so that you'll know which coins. I know Engine, I think is one of them. Um, Theta, I think is another one that are heavily NFT based. So, all right, I'll, I'll go.